0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening from wherever you're listening from. Welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx Speaker, Business Positioning Strategist, and International Best-Selling Author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 90 countries, so whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing, highlighting those transformational moments that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also join our Facebook group, search Life Transformation Radio Community, Go ahead and join that, and never miss an episode by subscribing where you listen to podcasts. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Life Transformation Radio. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings impacting the world around them and my guest today has done exactly that if you have any questions for any of the guests that i bring on the show during our live broadcast tuesday through friday 5:30 p.m eastern time go ahead and give us a call at 657-383-1109 again the number is 657-383-1109 if you have a question For my guest or myself, please consider calling in and asking your question. With that, please tell me welcome to the show my amazing guest for today, Noah St. John. Noah, welcome to Life Transformation Radio.
1: Well, thank you, Sean. It's a delight to be here with you.
0: Man, I'm super excited to have you on the show. You know, I've heard about you in many circles that, uh, that we seemingly run in in podcast uh, events and business events and networking events and speaking events. And I've heard your name so many times. And then I see you at an event, National Publicity Summit. And as soon as I saw your name, I was like, no way. Here he is again. And I was like, look, dude, you just got to come on the show because I've heard your name so many times. I really wanted to have a conversation with you. But you know what? You just need to come on the show
1: that's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here.
0: So the title of this episode is Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money mm-hmm. with Noah St. John. Noah St. John mm-hmm. is known as the Power Habits Mentor and is famous for helping people have better mind health and more business wealth without the overwhelm. In fact, Noah's coaching clients have added more than $2 billion, with a B, to billion dollars using his methods. Noah also appears frequently in the news worldwide, including ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Success Magazine, Entrepreneur, and the Huffington Post. Everyone listening right now can get Noah's new book, Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money, free at sendmeabooknoah.com. Click on that website. It's hyperlinked right there in the show notes. Go get your free book now. It's called Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money. You can join an online business virtual retreat whenever he hosts them at onlinebusinessretreat.com. His main site, website, LinkedIn, and YouTube is right there in the show notes. Click on those links, go to the social medias, send him a friend request, don't be creepy, and let them know that you listened to this episode of Life Transformation Radio. No, the first question I have to ask and I believe it is the most important question you could ever be asked is why? Why do you do what you do?
1: Well, I'm going to give you the long-winded answer. Is that okay, Sean? Love it. <clears throat> okay. So it's not really long-winded. It's just a little bit longer. <laughs> so, all right, I'll start with the short answer, and then I'll give you – I'll fill in the blanks. So the short answer of what I yeah. do, of why I do what I do, my mission – I'm on a mission to eliminate not enoughness from the world. That's my mission, to eliminate not enoughness. Now, why is that my mission? Well, I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. Now, I know that's a total cliche, uh, but it's totally true. I grew up in a little town called Kennebunkport, Maine, which just happens to be one of the wealthiest communities in New England. But my family was dirt poor. And I mean that literally because we lived at the bottom of a dirt road in a drafty, unfinished house that my parents ended up losing to foreclosure. So from a very wow. young age, I was painfully aware of the the gap, the chasm between the haves and the have nots, the haves was everyone else in the community, the have nots was my family. Now, you hear these speakers, they get on stage or they talk on interviews and they say all the time, well, we were poor, but we were happy. We didn't know we were poor. Well, in my family, we freaking knew we were poor because my mother, <laughs> bless her heart, reminded us every day that we were poor and miserable. So, no, it wasn't happy. It sucked. You know, for my money, there's nothing good about poverty. It it sucked. And when I say it sucked, it really sucked. It sucked the time. You know, it sucked our joy. It sucked our happiness. It sucked, you know, health. It sucked everything. It just sucked the life away from us as growing up. And so from a very young age, I I just made a vow that I was going to break out of that life of not enoughness fear lack not enoughness which is what I knew growing up but right down the street I saw that there was great wealth and abundance so there was another way to live so through a long long series of events that's how I came to be you know here where I'm doing what I'm doing right now since I started my company successclinic.com in my college dorm room in 1997 with $800 in a book on HTML and since that time those very very humble beginnings uh, I have, wow. had, or my clients, as you mentioned, have, as a result of my methods, have added over $2.7 billion in added revenues and, you know, new income and growing their sales. And even better than that, although that's really, really good, is they also have a new level of health, of happiness, of enthusiasm, of, of zest, of, of gratefulness, gratitude. And really, just that that joy of living that, frankly, in many cases they had lost before. I'll just as a quick example, uh, you know, I was doing one of our events, which, as you mentioned, we we now call it the online business retreat. It's called at onlinebusinessretreat.com, and that was when we had that as a live event. Of course, now we've pivoted to the virtual event, so that's why it's at onlinebusinessretreat.com. But we had one, uh, we actually we had uh, two attendees, one, it was a, a mom and her daughter. And uh, her mom had, uh, the, the daughter's, you know, the mother had been very depressed. She'd been working in her business for a long time, but really wasn't having any success. And frankly, she was about to quit. Then she came to my retreat. Um, she got this, this newfound enthusiasm, energy, and frankly, results. And the daughter later Uh, she actually, they came back to one of my events. So they came several times and the daughter at the second event said to me, she came up to me with tears in her eyes and she said, thank you for giving me my mom back, Noah. And that's what I do.
0: Wow, man, that's powerful. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, you you know, I speak at a lot of, I speak about 20, 25 times a year Mm -hmm. and I can count on one hand how many times I would hear later about, something you know that that I said or that was at the event that changed a person you know we speak at all these events and and then we just go home and mm-hmm. we never really know if we affected change in that person that we talked to I had a conversation mm-hmm. outside of an event here in North Carolina and a lady it, it's just I wrote my first book and I was you know just on this kind of virtual or not it's uh, you know, just a book tour right Mm-hmm. So here I am doing a podcast, doing this virtual book tour. I'm speaking on stage, doing, doing this live stuff. And she's like, I don't know, and I kind of want to get your book, but I don't know if it's for me because, like, I'm not really worthy of this book. Like, it's not going to help mm-hmm. me, and nothing's really going to help. And she was just going down this vir- you know, this spiral. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed a 20, I put it in the book cover, and then I just, I just walked over to her, and I, I was like, well, I, I, let me see if I got any books left. I took a 20 my pocket, put it in the book cover, handed it to her, you know, whatever. And, uh, uh, and I've never heard from her ever. <laughs> like just one of those <laughs> moments where it's like, I don't know, you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. but when they come up to you afterwards, after your talk, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like the only semblance that what you said matters. If you have a crowd of a hundred or a thousand and a few people walk up to you, that was who it resonated with the most. So uh, I'm glad that that they came back a couple of years later because, you know, speaking at events can be kind of a thankless job. You know, you don't really, you don't really know if the crowd, the audience, took anything away from your talk um, other than, hey, great talk, you know. But that's super cool, man. That's a great story. It was actually
1: only a few months later that was the even better. It wasn't years. It was only a few months ago. So it happened very, Ah, very quickly. That's what we, that's what we do uh, with, you know, the work that we do here at successclinic.com. We, we make sure that we accelerate people, we accelerate results. What I mean by that is, you know, you can get all the information you want on YouTube, right? Listening to whatever, watching, whatever, you know, you can, you can learn the, the, the infer the, information, uh, the collective information of the human species is at our fingertips every second. So why isn't everyone a millionaire? Why isn't everyone, why doesn't everyone have six pack abs? Why isn't everyone in a happy relationship? Well, it's because information work. isn't enough, right? If information were enough, we'd all be rich, happy, and thin, right? right. Because we, it's all just sitting there for us. So why is that not true? Well, that's what I've been teaching for the last two decades, that's why my clients have added over $2 billion. And that, what I mean by that is collectively. So meaning that we've helped people just like your listeners, Sean, everyone listening to this program today, we've helped people to add you know, six figures to their business, multiple six figures, seven figures, and yes, even eight figures. And even better, we've done it, and they've been able to get these results in a very short amount of time. I'll give you another example. We had another client uh, who's a doctor up in Canada, a chiropractor, and she came to one of my events. Again, now it's a virtual event, but at, at that time it was a live event. And she said to me, Noah, you know, uh, I want to I make more money in my business, and I want to I start my online business, because I really don't, she didn't, she, she had a website, but it was like one of those brochure website. I asked her how much money she was making online, zero, you know, just nothing. It was huh. just sitting there. Uh, um and she had really no idea how to get started and was uh, intimidated by the tech and you know like what do, where do i start and what do i do and she said to me you know, Noah, know my dream is to take my family on a trip to the grand canyon um and she was up in canada and she has a pretty big family four kids you know husband so you know pretty big family right so she said to boy. me at times to know if we could get that in like five to seven years that would that's my dream i said okay And so I, you know, she hired me as her coach and I worked with her one-on-one and, you know, she was very, very good at following instructions, you know, following my directions, you know, and that's what we love in our clients is, you know, people who actually, they're, you know, they're not the whiners, they're not the excuse makers, or this is why it won't work. It's like, you know, you tell me to do it, I'll do it. I'm like, awesome. You know, that's, well, that means you're going to get results, right? So anyway, you know, she just followed instructions and did a great job, implemented And so she sent me pictures of that Grand Canyon trip that she took her family on. And it took us together there. It took less than 18 months. Uh, So she thought it would be five to seven years. So for everyone listening, what what does this mean for you? What it means is, you know, if you're just out there and you're watching YouTube videos and everything, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying, how long is it going to take you? How long is it going to take you to try to piece together all that information on your own? Now, Mm -hmm. maybe you can do it. I mean, Not saying you can't. I'm just saying, what is your life worth to you? What is time worth to you? So what for that five to seven years that she thought it would well, we just basically gave her five years of her life back. That she doesn't have to struggle and wonder and like, oh, you know, scratching her head or banging her head against the wall. And so what is that worth to you? Those are the kind of questions that we ask our clients, and that's why we're why we're here, you know, over two decades later doing the work that we're doing.
0: It blows my mind. The conversations I have with people who are really, really dead set on figuring it out, and Mm. and are less less than like par results just to save a buck. I don't get it. I have conversations all the time. I want to start a podcast. Oh, that's awesome! Hey, I heard you're the podcast guy. Yeah, man, I launch podcasts for clients. Man, what can I? You know, how can we help? Well, you know, I need the podcast equipment. I need the I need the graphic and I need this and I need. Okay, cool. Here, here's the price. And they're like, what? I'm like what? <coughs> like wh- that's crazy. I'm like why? You're gonna have amazing sound. You're gonna have an amazing graphic. You're gonna have an amazing website. You're gonna have an amazing email list. You're gonna have all your processes and systems in place. Like we're giving you a turnkey operation. Like what do you want us to do? <coughs> I'll just go to Fiverr and find somebody who will who will you know do my graphic for me. Hey man, if you're cool, stick figures. I got it. I I may get it. Right? So, you know, it, it, it's like you want a million-dollar home on a on a $100,000 budget. Like, it just, it, you know, can't do that. However, comma we can make something work. We can make it look like a $100,000 or a, a million-dollar home. We can make it look like that. You know, it's just going to take some creativeness, you know, and some hard work on your part. So, you know, I just had a conversation the other day. You know, someone's like, well, I'll just get this one, like, little microphone. I'll just use my phone. I'm like, dude, what? You're going to... What? So you're not going to pay for the amazing podcast equipment that would make you sound like a rock star? You're going to use your phone and record the the podcast into your phone? Like, that's not a thing. I don't care what Gary Vaynerchuk says. I'm not doing a podcast on my damn phone. Like, it's not happening. So, I mean, you want to cut corners just to save some money. That's cool. But there's only two things in life you're going to save, time and money. And believe me. I'd rather really mm-hmm. save time. I'll spend the money to save time.
1: That's right. That's right. You're always trading one for the other. Money and time are, are interchangeable. So yep. if you want to take a lot of time, then don't spend the money. If time is important to you, then you will have to invest the money somewhere, somehow. There's just mm-hmm. no way around those two things. So you, can't, you can only save one. So I always say to people, well, just, just pick the one you want. You know, like with Stacey's example, she said, you know what? I, I want my life. And I said, well, you got it. Here you go. And, and, you know, like the mom and the daughter, thank you for giving me
0: my mom back. I mean, what is that worth to you? It's amazing. Super cool. I like stories like that. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> stories like that. I, it makes me want to do my own events. Because I've gone to the same event over and over again. I just, I have these events that I absolutely love and I'll never miss because it's kind of like a reunion. Like you get a network and then it's kind of like a yearly reunion that you go to. Sure. So there's a lot of podcast events that I go to and I speak at. There's a lot of, uh, there's one event called One Life Fully Lived. And I love speaking at that event. It brings amazing people ready to live their life to the fullest. Right. And uh, it was a you know, podcast, a bunch of other you know, business events and podcast events. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't imagine having the mindset that that is any less than the moon. For me, I can't imagine not having a mindset that says that I'm going to I'm going to get the moon. I'm going to shoot for the moon and I'm going to aim for the moon. And maybe I get there. Maybe I don't. But I get somewhere close. And right. Most people are like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm just gonna pay for that. I'm like, I, like I don't. Like, what's your reasoning? Well, I can just, I, I can do it cheaper. Then you're gonna get cheap. If you want cheap <laughs> and you want to pay cheap, you're gonna get cheap work. That's, I mean, right. crazy. Dang. So the show is about transformation, and I know you've been through quite a few transformations. So tell us uh <laughs> a transformational moment in your life that changed you and put you on the path to what you're doing today.
1: As I was mentioning earlier, you know, growing up poor in a rich neighborhood, um, I hated that. So I hated poverty being in poverty. I hated not enoughness. So I made a vow from a very young age to study what was the causes of success. You know, what, what actually makes someone successful because we hear all the time, well, you know, the secret to success is hard work, right? We hear that all the time, right? But what <laughs> yeah. I noticed is both of my parents worked really hard, and they were not successful. So I said, hmm, something's missing here, guys. This is not – somebody's not telling us everything, right? So what is it? So I went on a long, long quest to to find, discover the this, this secrets of success. So I read every book that I could. I'm basically the nerdiest nerd in this industry. When I say this industry, I mean the personal and business growth industry, right? I mean, I just – I have to study and learn and and discover and just roll up my sleeves and immerse myself. I'm I'm like a scientist, you know, in in my lab. And I just like, I just, I got to figure it out. Right. It just bugs me until I can figure it out. And, and so I, at the age of 25, when I was 25 years old, I was living in Los Angeles and I had been studying all this stuff for many years, reading all the books I could and things like that. Now this was back in the early nineties, just to give you the example, or, you know, Set their context. Right. So before the Internet, uh, let's just say. And um, I decided to commit suicide because I was so depressed. I was so frustrated. I had been reading all these books, trying everything, and nothing was working. So I decided to take my own life. And um, at the very last moment, my life was spared. I didn't know why at the time. But I decided to devote the rest of my life to serving God and serving humanity as best I could while I was still here on the earth. The only problem was I still didn't know I was here on the earth. So I went on another long quest. Hmm. This was to find my purpose here on Earth. Now the first basically the first, you know, twenty-five years of my life, I was trying to I was trying to be successful, but it was more like outer success. And it didn't work. It just I totally failed. And so the next phase, I went on an inner journey and I started reading the spiritual uh, authors of our time, like Ernest Holmes, Marianne Williamson, Deepak Chopra, Neil Donald Walsh, Louise Hay, people like that. And so then in 1997, that's when I had the two epiphanies that changed my life. In April 1997, I discovered affirmations, which is something we can certainly talk about. And then mm-hmm. in October 1997, I discovered a condition that I called success anorexia, which no one had ever Talked about, I'm the person that discovered it, named it, trademarked it. Um, and so those two moments, those two epiphanies that happened over two decades ago is what led me to start, you know, to launch my online business, successclinic.com, in my college dorm room in 1997 with $800 in a book on HTML because I, I finally had been given my purpose here on the earth, which is to... And now that I didn't say it this way back then, but uh, you know, over the years I've, I've crystallized it to say that my mission is to eliminate not enoughness from the world. So that is really there were I guess you could say a series of life-changing moments. The first when I didn't commit suicide, was about to and didn't, and then mm-hmm. the second was when I discovered affirmations, and then the third was when I discovered success anorexia, which has Now evolved to where what we call it is the Power Habits uh, system, the Power Habits of unconsciously successful people. Right. Which your listeners can learn more about at PowerHabits.com. PowerHabits.com is where we have some free training on that. But so it was really, I guess, those three moments that that uh, defined my life. You could say.
0: Dang. I love first of all the words that you use, like nothing, uh, uh, what was it at the beginning of the show? You said there's n- not nothingness. N- n- not not enough- enoughness? Not enoughness. Yeah, not enoughness or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I like it. And then you just, like it, it's so clear to me. You know, we grew up in Detroit, didn't really have a lot either, but my mom made it work. She worked two, three jobs. She made it work. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, there's just so many. You know, in 2008, I tried to take my life because I was going down that, you know, I had built my first business at 650K and I lost it all in 2008. And I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like, I just ruined my whole life, you know, <laughs> and it was hard. You know, the dialogue that happens with yourself in these moments, mm-hmm. you know, this dialogue, it's, it, it's almost like when they say that people but, uh ju- buy with. Emotion and justify with logic. I think mm-hmm. they buy the negativity too. I think they buy into cool. the negativity and then justify why they have to comment on that Facebook post. Oh, I'm gonna comment on her stuff. She wronged me. Oh, look at this girl. I'm gonna comment on her. Like, no, you just you literally have a negatory buy-in. You're you're about to go negative in your in in your human equity. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you engage in that, right? So, you know, just just hearing you just go through that story and a lot of it I can relate to and I think I just feel like so much right now in 2020 you just summed up in your transformational moment
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty good you know?
0: yeah mm-hmm. amazing so I want to talk about that affirmations I've never heard that. Now, I have an affirmation and empowerment clothing line called LYB Clothing, Inc. that I started last year. That's the fourth business I've created, working Mm -hmm. on getting it to six figures, doing really well. A lot of Christmas present stuff, so that was super cool. I didn't think that was going to happen, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people buying them for Christmas presents. But affirmations, where did that come from? Well, everybody listening
1: to this program knows what an affirmation is, right? An affirmation is a statement of something you want to be true. And why do we know that? Well, because every guru who has ever written a self-help book says the same thing, right? You say these positive statements and it's supposed to change your life. So when I, whether I work with uh, one-on-one clients, my inner circle clients, my group coaching clients, or whether I'm speaking at virtual events for you know 100 people or 10,000 people, one thing things I like to do is I say, all right, everybody, now let's say an affirmation just like we were taught, right? Everybody say, I am rich. And Everybody goes, I am rich. And you know what happens next? Everyone starts laughing. And I go, well, what are you laughing at? They say, well, I'm not rich. And I say, but you just said you were. And they go, yeah, but I don't believe it. See, now that's the problem with the tradition. Uh... Right? So right. we were taught to just say these statements and it'll change you know, our lives and then change our minds and change our lives. Now for some people it works just fine, but for millions of us, it doesn't work at all. And so that's what happened to me. See, I was reading all those books, like I said, and they weren't working. It just didn't work. I had all the affirmations. I did everything they said and it never worked. So one morning I was in the shower, it was April, 1997. And I said, what are we talking about? We're talking about beliefs, but what's a belief? A belief is just the thought. Well, what's thought? Thought is the process of asking and searching for answers to questions. So I said, why are we going around making statements we don't believe? When the human mind responds automatically to questions, I said, I don't know. Well, let's see. What, if you have this statement, I am rich, and your brain says, yeah, right. And I said, what would the question be? And then I said, why am I so rich? Huh, why am I so rich? And then I said, wait a minute. We're talking about the law of sowing and reaping. As you sow, so shall you reap. It's an ancient law. It's been mm-hmm. taught for centuries. But what are we sowing? We're sowing seeds of thought. But most people are mm-hmm. sowing lousy thought seeds. So I said, what Mm -hmm. if instead of throwing lousy thought seeds, we just start to ask better questions. Wouldn't that have to change your beliefs and change your habits and change your life? And I said, yeah, Mm -hmm. that makes sense to me. So long story short, that's how, and and in my books and my online programs like Afformations.com, I I call it the shower that changed everything. (laughs) Because many many of the people listening have had an aha moment in the shower But this particular shower was the shower that changed everything. So that's when I invented and named this process, this method now, that we call the Afformations Method. And everyone listening can go to Afformations.com, A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S, Afformations. So that is my another trademark that I own, my trademarked method, a Afformations method, not to use statements, but instead to use empowering questions. And when you go to Afformations.com, by the way, you'll see, I mean, (laughs) dozens and dozens and dozens, incredible, transformational, just life-changing stories of people who've used not only my Afformations method, but now also my power habit system to change their beliefs, change their habits, change their results, and change their lives.
0: Holy smokes. (laughs) I had Mark Victor Hansen and his wife on the show about, I don't know, like a week or two ago. Yep. And he had written a book called called Ask, and it was just about asking better questions. And, and and as I hear you talk about this, it it's so profound that when you ask better questions, you get better results. And that's something that he believes in. So he's like, if you take the top 10 billionaires of the world, mm-hmm. and you ask them a series of questions, all the same ones, like what's your why, what's this, one? right? <laughs> you probably get some of the same answers and some of the similar things, maybe. It, right. But if you ask them a different type of question that opens <laughs> them up, you would get a deeper insight. That's right. I said, that's, that's incredible. And so, I I find myself wanting to ask better questions. I find myself wanting to use those affirmations. And then, my friend told me that he's like, "Dude, you have to learn to be patient with people because maybe they're not on your level yet. They're not asking those certain questions. They don't have a podcast. Maybe they're maybe they're just in the beginning of speaking or whatever." My wife will say, "Hey, I had a conversation with this person." And she'll give me a statement, and I said, did you ask him this? She's like, no. I'm like, well, why not? Why would I ask that? And then I had to explain to her, well, if you ask that, that maybe they would give you this answer, which will lead to whatever. And I just think that if you ask the right question, it opens the door to some wormhole that when you come out the other side, you just are way more knowledgeable and just had an amazing growth experience with the relationship with that person. My wife doesn't see it that way. My wife sees it as, I need the information now. I got the information. Goodbye. (laughs) 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 Like, babe, you gotta ask questions. Mark Victor Hansen said so. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) You know, but when you put that in there like that, man, I'm like, yes, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Jeez. So let's talk about asking better questions when it comes to money. I mean, there's right. a million questions I could ask you about <laughs> money or that I could ask my wife about money or I could go, I just call up a financial planner at Charles Schwab and ask a whole bunch of questions. But right. What questions should I be asking? Well,
1: that's why, you know, I've, <laughs> I've written 15 books on this very topic, Sean. I mean, this is, this <laughs> right. is what I've written all these books and yeah. there, are you know, eight, Published in 18 languages so far, and you know over a million yep. views on my on my YouTube channel and so forth. So what I've been teaching for low these many years is about getting rid of your head trash about money. Okay, so one we have to start with well, what does that mean, right? So what mm-hmm. is what is head trash? Okay, and um, remember, all of your listeners can get my book free. Get rid of your head trash about money. Get that book free. At Send me a book, Noah. Dot com. Very easy to remember. Send me a book, Noah.com, and I will send you a book. Um, so anyway, um, what is head trash? Head trash is the voice in your head that says, I can't do it because dot, dot, dot. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you just fill in the blank. So people contact me all the time and they say, hey, Noah, you know, I, I saw you speak on this event or I, I heard you on the radio or I saw you on a podcast or saw you on TV. And I want to do what your clients do. I I want, I want to write a book. I I want to uh, publish a uh, a book or an online course. I want to double my income like your clients do. And then I always know what's coming next, but I can't do it because.
0: Uh.
1: uh, See? And so what immediately happens is you open the door on possibility and then slam it in your own face. Not hmm. too smart, is it? But guess what it is? is safe. So hmm. head trap oh, yeah. is simply a form of fear. And fear's job is to keep you safe. So think about the ancient brain, all right? We're talking, you know, many call it the lizard brain or the croc brain or the whatever. It's the, it's the little teeny brain that's inside of each of us. Um, That is basically, you know, millions of years old that really hasn't evolved yet. (laughs) Okay. And uh, also applies to some people that we know. But anyway, um, the lizard brain basically has two functions. Well, let's face it. It really has one function, which is to keep you not dead. Okay. Right. So its job is to make sure you're not dead today. Okay. So what's a great way to keep you not dead? Don't go for something that scares you. Because if it scares you, if you have this feeling of emotion called fear, well, that could Mm -hmm. be a saber-toothed tiger that could jump out of the bushes and eat you, right? And, you know, it could be a mastodon and it would just stomp on you or something, you see? So this croc brain, lizard brain we all have is basically fight or flight, right? So it's saying, oh my gosh, this scares me, so I know, let's go the other way. But here's what I want everyone listening to realize. Everyone listening to this, lean in right now and listen to what I'm about to say. Everything you want, everything you desire is on the other side of fear. Let me say that again. Everybody write that down. Everything you desire is on the other side of fear. Because why? Why is that true? Well, think about it. You know, what do you want? What do you want in life? Everybody. Everybody listening to this program right now. What do you want? Well, everybody says, well, I want more money. I want, you know, I have more time. I want, you know, take more vacations. I want to have a happy relationship. I want a new car, whatever, right? So you want all these things. Great. So what does that represent? Well, what that actually represent all those things, what it represents, if you boil it down, it represents change, right? Mm -hmm. If you want a new car, by definition, it's not the car you have. If you want a happier relationship, by definition, it's not the relationship you have. If you want more money, by definition, you don't have it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right
1: so there you go it represents change but guess what what is the only thing that we humans can fear well we let's what do, let's what what do we fear well we fear getting old we fear being sick we fear going to the hospital we fear dying we fear falling from heights we fear public speaking. you know outliving our money whatever right well guess what all those yeah. things are change so isn't it ironic friends everyone listening. Isn't it ironic that the only thing we humans want is also the very thing we fear? So what does that mean for you? What it means is the head trash that, you know, we're all carrying around that says, I can't do it because, is the way to keep us safe. But that very point is what's keeping us stuck. And that is why all of us have to get rid of our head trash, whether it's money or relationships or whatever it is, Or you can just stay with what you've got. I mean, those are pretty much your two choices, right? If you're happy with what you have, Mm -hmm. then obviously keep doing what you're doing. If you're not, then what we've seen for these more than two decades of helping my clients at over $2 billion is if you don't get rid of your head trash, particularly about money, then how in the
0: heck are you going to make more money?
1: It's really not possible when you see it in this new way.
0: Geez. I mean, when you put it like that, you know, (laughs) easily digestible and uh, easy to understand. And yet people will continue to go, oh, my gosh, Noah, you're so right. That's amazing. I'm going to work on that. And they get in the car and they just go right back to they revert right back to. You know, what, what, what well, well if you me. don't read my book. <laughs> I mean, if you don't read
1: my book, then well, yes, you, you're doing what you're doing, absolutely. But listen, it's not – obviously, it's not about reading a book. I was being somewhat facetious, but sure. you you have sure, to take course. action, right, as I was saying earlier. Oh, I yeah. mean, you can you know, all of us have all the information of the universe, or the human mind anyway, human species, at our fingertips. But what do we do? Nothing. You know, we watch Sit cat videos. videos. Yep. Why? Because it's fun. Because um, yeah. it keeps us safe. See, we don't take action yep. because – Oftentimes we're just scared. That's all. We're just scared. Why? Because of what I just said. The very thing we want is the very thing we fear. So sometimes you need to have a coach, right? You need a coach or a mentor, someone who believes in you, someone who's there in your corner. That's one of the things that I do for our clients, you know, but you also need a roadmap. You know, it's not enough for just someone to say, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. What do you want me to do? You can do it. You can do it. Uh, What is it you want me to do? You can do it. Okay. I think we're done. You see what I mean? I mean, that would be very silly, right? right? (laughs) So you got to <laughs> have a plan too. You got to do you that. that say, you can do it. Well, what is, what do you want me to do? Like Stacy, who I talked to you about her, I said, do this. She did it. Now, what do you want me to do? Do this, did it that now, boom. Why do you think she got a grand, yep. the grand Canyon in 18 months? Cause she took action. Right. Yep. And because I showed her the roadmap yep. and I gave her the support. So when you're looking to hire a coach, when you're looking to hire someone to help you to remember what I talked about accelerate and compress time, those are the two mm-hmm. things you need to look for. One, a roadmap, a plan, a framework, a system, not a personality. Because there's lots of gurus out there with big personalities, right? And yeah, and 10x this and then, that, Great, man. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? Well, da, 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 there's no there there. And believe me, I know, because I gave all those guys about a half a million dollars only to find mm-hmm. out they can't teach their way out of a paper bag.
0: <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: hello. You know, so that's annoying, isn't it? I mean, losing money is annoying. Oh, yeah. But losing time is even worse because the money I can get yep. back, the time you can never get back. So that's why you just got to you just got to make sure that you have that you hire a person. If you decide to do it that, you know, work with a coach that has a framework and a system, not just a personality. And is is it really there for you, supporting you and believing in you, maybe even before you believe in yourself?
0: All right. My hundred percent. One of the fears that I had, you know, we had a business that go to 650 K and we were like, Holy crap. Do we passed a half a million, like, Oh man, this is getting crazy. This is getting serious. We're getting busy. We're loving it, loving it, loving it. And then I remember just sitting there, I was like, I, I can't believe that we've made this much money. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I, I cannot believe it. And we have like. A bunch more. The first business I, I created was an entertainment company. We provided the sound and AV and stuff over at conferences and summits. And like oh, that's how kind of how I got into speaking. I was like, what's this? And he's an awesome speaker, and I love it. And so yeah, I remember sitting there, and and I kind of didn't want to go anymore. Like, I was I – just well, let's stay here because it was so close to a million. Like, first of all, I want to punch anybody in the face – who decided that a million is the standard? That you're happy and successful, and all of a sudden, like you, you matter. Whoever made that standard, I want to punch them in the face. Right. Because I don't know where this came from. Somebody told me the other day, it's like, like, are you making a million dollars yet? Like, no. Why? Like, what do I care? Like, how do you not care to make a million? Because I freaking dude, I made half a million. I've I made millions of dollars in my lifetime so far in business. I made right. millions of dollars, but I don't have a million-dollar business. I don't make a million dollars a year, you know? And, uh, and he's like, oh, man, you got to make a million. I'm like, why? Why? Who says? And then, you know, he just kind of <laughs> vanished from my Facebook Messenger. But I think maybe I was scared of the responsibility that comes with that big of a business, of a company. I didn't mind running teams. I did it in the military. You know what's crazy is that I know a lot of military dudes that run into battle And we got weapons down range and we're going towards the enemy. But running a business scares the crap out of them and making money scares the crap out of them. But we're going to put our lives on the line. You know what I mean? Like, I know many veterans I talk to all the time that are like, dude, I got to make this business work. I'm like, yeah, just do this. this," They get money. And then all of a sudden, they're like, dude, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, I just made a $10,000 a month. I'm like, that's awesome for you. They're like, what do I do now? Like, just keep doing what you're doing dude that was great, like they can't even believe it happened for them and I, and and I was there though i and i i I guess the last question I want to ask before we close is, is but why like why is it scary to make a hundred thousand or five hundred thousand or even a million dollars a year like why is that scary for people?
1: Well, you're describing head trash, so when you have those conversations, number one, please refer them to me. And I will be happy to, you know, take care of them and take, I mean, I'll take great care of them. That's what I've been doing for 20 years, Sean. So number one, make sure you say, and and number two, I do really, really love working with veterans because as you just described, you know, they, they have, they show incredible courage every day. And yet many of them do have difficulty coming back, you know, and Mm -hmm. assimilating into so-called normal society, whatever that means. Um, and we really love helping our veterans and their families because I, you know, I've had many, many veterans tell me over the years that my work, they had PTSD and my work cured their PTSD. Uh, so, but you, you're describing head trash. That's what you just described. Now I know you didn't know that, uh, until this conversation. So here we are. But my point is that's exactly head trash. You, what you just said. So number one, send them to me. Number two, I'll take great care of them. Number three. You know, we can, we can certainly talk about that offline, but but that there's no question. that is precisely why. um and and I will say just as a thought uh, or a sort of closing thought here uh, on this subject, but uh, you know it is particularly true with veterans who are so used to sacrificing for others. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so that's one of the reasons why we, we do, we love working with veterans and we take great, great care of them because they've taken care of so many people for so long. Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for that. Uh, as we close, what's your message to the listeners right now? What do you want them to know and understand? I,
1: I want them to know number one, that there's help available. You know, whether whether you decide to hire me, whether you decide to hire John or somebody else or another coach, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, there's help. okay. number two, information is not enough. It just isn't. You know, there's so much information out there and it's just we're drowning in it and it's just hard to know who to trust. So just make sure you go to a trusted source, uh, a a trusted coach or trusted source, someone who has gotten other people results, not just results for themselves, not just someone who shows you how cool they are and all their cool stuff. Cause it's easy to accumulate stuff, but have you helped anyone else? And that to me is far more important than all, you know, the cool stuff. It's have you actually helped other people succeed in their lives? That's what I want to know. And that's why I've had Heck other yeah. people.
0: I like it. I like where it heads at. <laughs> I <laughs> like you. it. Awesome. Noah, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so Happy and honored that we finally got to do this. I've heard your name so many times at different events. People ask me, Do you know that guy? Do you know that guy? I'm like, No, I've heard his name, but I was like, Oh, you got to check him out. He's absolutely incredible. So you have raving fans. It seems like almost every event I go to, uh, I mention something about mindset and your name comes up. So it was an honor to meet you, honor to have you on the show. finally. And I wish you the best for the rest of 2020. Have an amazing Christmas and an even better 2021.
1: Thank you, Sean. I really appreciate it.
0: Life Transformation Radio listeners, amazing guests impacting the world around him. Go get his free book, Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money, free at sendmeabooknoah.com. Join the Online Business Virtual Retreat at OnlineBusinessRetreat.com. His main site, website, LinkedIn, and YouTube channel links are right there in the show notes. Go ahead and click on those and check him out and see what he has going on. If you got head trash going on in your head about money, he's only a phone call away. Connect with him. Set up a meeting. And I promise you, you won't regret it. As we close... I always say, live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live an amazing life.